All right, all right, all right. Your move. It's time to pup 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 a podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to You Activated My Podcast, the weekly Yu-Gi-Oh! recap podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Jimmy. And this week, we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 16, The Scars of Defeat. Dun, dun, dun. So scarring. Such defeat. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but first, uh, Jimmy, last week was uh, E3. Yeah, the the electronic three, as they <laughs> Those say. Those famous E's, the, all the, three of them. <laughs> all three of them. Uh, they used to be the amigos, and now they're the E's three. Um, I, I like. I know it's not Yu Gi Oh related, but I wanted to talk about E three just a little bit because there are some announcements that I'm really excited for, and I know some announcements that you're really excited for. Yeah. Uh, I did not watch much of E three up until the Nintendo announcement, and then I watched all of it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've been outside cell reception um, most right, of that you were, time because I was camping. camping. Yep, but I got bits and pieces here and there, and uh, there was some good stuff this year. And there's some good stuff, and so uh, I'll list a couple of things, and then I know that there's one big thing that you were excited for because you texted me about it. And uh, the things that I'm excited for: Cyberpunk 2077, a number one. Yep. Uh, the more I hear about this game, the more excited I am for it. Uh, all of the videos I've seen look amazing. All the commentary I've heard about it sounds amazing. I cannot wait to play a good cyberpunk game that is made by CD Projekt Red. There are tons of good cyberpunk games out there, but like this, this one is... is named Cyberpunk, so it's more cyberpunk than the others. <laughs> it might be. It might be. I don't know. It might be. But like I, action RPGs are like already my shit, and I'm very ready to just dump hours and hours and hours into this game uh thing number two that i'm really excited for new pokemon game this year oh yeah <laughs> holy shit <laughs> i know it's not surprise i know it's not gonna be like the big pokemon game that they were teasing that's gonna happen next year but uh pokemon let's go pikachu pokemon let's go eevee are coming out in november uh and i'm especially excited because lauren is starting grad school in october so this is gonna give me something to do while she's gone <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I, I texted her like the the trailer to the game I was just like, all right, here's here's my new hobby, I guess. <laughs> uh, I I am so excited as somebody who's played, I think not every Pokemon game, but I've played easily maybe eighty percent of the Pokemon games out there. Have you played each generation? I have played at least one from each generation. Some okay. generations I've played all of the games. So like I played uh, Red and Blue and like Fire Red Leaf Green. I played really. Uh, Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald. Uh, I played... Uh, I actually, weirdly enough, I haven't played either Black or White. I, I I've just heard those were very I'm, good. As I'm listening through it. So I guess I haven't played every generation. Um, Still, that's a lot of Pokemon. I've, I've played a lot of Pokemon. So I it's, it's something that's very near and dear to my heart. And I had found myself reaching a point where I was like kind of done with Pokemon for a while. Like I played Sun and Moon and I didn't play ultra sun ultra moon because i was like well what's like what's the point i don't want to go through that same story again because the story wasn't that good uh but i do want more pokemon and thank christ i'm finally getting it <laughs> i know it's a remake of pokemon yellow but that's a good one especially so, like this like cutting edge modern graphics on the switch and multiplayer and multiplayer that i've wanted for a decade now 
Uh, and yeah, it's, it's just, it's going to be so nice to have something to waste that kind of time with again, uh, while I wait for Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> uh, but the thing you were excited about that you texted me about has to do with the Smash Bros. New Smash Brothers. Uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate, right? Cause, yep. Because Infinite, I guess, has been taken by too many other games this year. <laughs> uh, True. But yeah, Smash Bros. Ultimate has... Every single character from previous Smash games, every single stage, uh, and new characters, including ya boy Ridley. Ya boy! This is actually kind of like... It's almost Yu-Gi-Oh! related, because Ridley looks a lot like... Uh, he does look the, like he'd the... be a... Um, a uh, on a card. Yeah, he looks kind of like one of the cards that we saw in the last episode. Um, but yeah, super exciting. I will be honest, I'm probably going to main uh, the Squidlings, uh, the Squid Kids. Uh, I'm. It's been a bit since I've played Smash, and I'm really excited to have it on the Switch. I even bought two new controllers last week. Uh, oh, just for this? No, not just okay. not just for this, but like in my head, I'm thinking, oh, and this will be perfect for when uh smash bros comes out um yeah super super exciting uh e3 was i mean pretty good this year i have really enjoyed everything that i've seen come out of it there are some games that like eh, i'm not gonna play but yeah i was disappointed they we we didn't get to see any more of uh, metroid prime 4 but true true um and i'm as always disappointed there's not a new f-zero game but um, you're going to be disappointed about that for a, a while. very long time. It's going to be a bit. FCOGX was an incredible game. It was. That's true. But um, I'm I'm very happy that they have uh, Samus's nemesis in Smash. Finally, yeah. a lot of people have been wanting him for a long time because he's so like his character is so different from any of the characters in there. Because, I mean, you've got like Bowser, who's like a villain. Right. But Ridley straight up like in the trailer just kills Mario. Yeah. What <laughs> I can't the believe fuck? they did that. Like, so one of my favorite things that I've seen about this was on Twitter. It was uh somebody did like a mock conversation between Bowser and Ridley and it's Bowser being like, "Ah, oh, you've won this time Mario, but I will defeat you in our next uh a go-kart race." And Ridley straight up like, "You know you can just kill him, right?" That was my tweet. <laughs> that was you. Yeah. Thank you. I loved that. That was great. Uh like Holy cow! I'm so glad that they did that because in like a, Ridley is just trailer. Uh, obviously, his name is like Ridley Scott, right? And he's right. based on like these like from the his character design is very much like a xenomorph, and he just they really play up how evil and cruel he is. Like this is a a darker universe than Happy Go Lucky Mario or that kind of thing. And it looks like did you watch any of the uh, the Invitational? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, so you'll need to watch it after this, just first off. But uh, somebody played Ridley in that, and he plays like uh, almost like Ganondorf's move sets, mm-hmm. where it's like lots of like bigger, more powerful versions of, I guess, Captain Falcon's move set, like a uh-huh. lot of like you know Falcon Punch and Falcon Kick and whatever. But plus flying, and he's way faster. <laughs> it's <laughs> terrifying. Re- it's really good. Uh, so I'm I'm very excited for that. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I think really the only disappointment, uh, that I've really seen with Smash Bros is like they flattened Snake's butt. I saw people complaining about that on Twitter. Really, really bemoaning that, uh, which I mean, I can't fault them for it. He had a, he had a good butt <laughs> in the last game. Like, I'm not going to lie. It was, it was a nice butt. Uh, 
and uh, no Waluigi in this game. Yeah, everyone's uh, sad that he's still Waluigi is once again pushed to the side. Was it uh, Washington Post that put up an article that was like Louis, uh, Waluigi was robbed? Yeah. <laughs> Humiliated by Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the header image they had was just this like Waluigi doll like on the street. It'd been like run over in by the a rain car or something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, video games are good, man. I like video games. I love video games. Uh, I, I figured our audience probably has. There's a lot of overlap between Yu-Gi-Oh and video game enthusiasts. And I was kind of so. wondering, like, one of the big announcements from the Nintendo thing was, oh, hey, uh, you teens have heard of this Fortnite thing. Uh, Fortnite's on the Switch now, just for free. Like right now. Like right now. Here go you go. It. Here you go. Download it. Um, and it was kind of ridiculous because, like, I I think I mentioned this last week. Like, I work at kind of like a hipster, like young person office, and I got in at nine that morning, and kind of had the the Nintendo Direct up in the background while I was working, and you know I'm answering emails and stuff, and they announced, okay, Fortnite's coming out. It's coming out at ten a.m. <laughs> <laughs> look and at the then, clock wait a minute yeah, and, I, and i look up and i'm like okay it's in 30 minutes and i look up and there's uh, one of my coworkers just getting in and he's unpacking his backpack and he pulls out his switch and he turns it <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough later on that day there were like six people all playing Fortnite on their switches <laughs> so yeah i mean i that's not one that i have gotten into really like i'm not I'm not against it i'm just not very good at it <laughs> it's yeah you know multiplayer shooters are not necessarily my jam but uh, I'm, I'm glad that that's a thing that Nintendo's finally getting into. Maybe, hopefully, this will mean Overwatch on the Switch, because I think I would play that. Don't know why. Don't know what the difference is between that and Fortnite, as far as, like, oh, they're both online shooters. But Gonna get us a lot of very angry comments on this one. There's opinions, man. There's there's opinions either way. I, I am glad that Fortnite is a thing. Um, I was really, really impressed. This is only slightly related. Uh, by the the restraint that people showed of not announcing more battle royale games but also and maybe you've heard of this uh there was a game released last week maybe a week and a half ago by the time this comes out uh but called totally accurate battlegrounds have you heard about this no or totally accurate battlegrounds simulator might be oh i think i'm i may have heard of this yeah so it's it's the team that made uh cluster truck which is amazing and uh totally accurate battle simulator and they made a version of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which is arguably, and again, this is a whole thing with opinions tied to it, arguably the first Battle Royale game uh, that got popular. And they do a thing where it's Battlegrounds, but everything has physics. Just everything. So the guns you pick up are all bouncy and rubbery, and the bullets bounce <laughs> off things. And, and uh, That sounds fun. You get grenades that, like, spawn walls or grenades that, like, you know, suck everything around them inward. Um, you have uh, – you can pick up, like, swords and shit, uh, all sorts of things. Um, so they released that, and it was actually free, I think, for the first 100 hours or so that it was out. And it's only $5 now on Steam. So, hmm. like – I know that's on my agenda for the rest of the day as I'm going to start playing that a bit just to see kind of how it is. But um, yeah, that's a whole thing. Um, anything else going on that's good lately? No. I think that's a pretty good summation. By the time this episode has come out, uh, it will... It'll be all old news. Well, it'll be all old news, yes. But I was going to say, switching gears here a little bit, it will have been your birthday. Oh, yeah. Because your birthday is going to... It's on Friday. It's going to occur between now and then. Uh, so happy 
early slash belated birthday, I Thank guess. Thank you. Happy and your birthday, birthday was birthday. last week. It was, yes. So just, so a, we're kinda... just a couple of Geminis here on this show about a kid's show. Um, yeah. Want to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, I really do. I really do. We've wasted enough time. It's time to discuss the episode. This week, we are talking about Season 1, Episode 16, The Scars of Defeat. And it's, I think, my duty to recap this episode. Okay, here we go. I like this episode. There's a lot more going on than last week's. It's so interesting because... There are episodes that are nothing but a duel that feel like nothing happened. And then there are episodes where there's very little dueling that feel like so much happened. And I think this is one of those episodes. So the Scars of Defeat opens with uh, sort of a blanket reminder of what our A and B plots are for the season. Uh, It opens with uh, 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 Maximilian Pegasus in a board meeting with the evil Kaiba Court board. And they're saying, okay, you need to get this under control, Pegasus. You need to recapture Mokuba. You need to uh, take care of Kaiba since we just learned that Kaiba is still alive. Or this whole deal is out and we're out and we're going to leave you with nothing. And Pegasus goes, no, 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 I've got it under control. Actually, everything's playing out according to plan because I not only have Mokuba still, but Kaiba is coming to me. So I'll be able to defeat him and we'll control this company. Through card games, obviously. Through card games, obviously. Meanwhile... Uh, and Pegasus is just drinking wine the whole time. Oh, absolutely. Having it up. There is not a shot in the show where Pegasus does not have wine, and I love it. Pardon me. Uh, so, uh, meanwhile, we cut back to uh, the kids. Uh, you know, Yugi and the gang. Yugi and the gang. And they've got a tent set up, and they're, they're, you know, everybody's kind of heading to bed. And uh, It's Ky- weird. Uh, I feel like we should talk about this a little bit. Yeah. They haven't had a tent or a lantern or any of that before now. And um, Tay is the only one in the tent. And like Joey and Tristan are outside sleeping on the ground and Joey's resting his head on a literal log. <laughs> yeah. And they're like next to a fire. And and uh, the interesting thing is Mai isn't there. So my my assumption is like Mai left all that stuff like maybe from her backpack, like she had that Mary Poppins style bag that just had a bunch of shit. I guess I don't I, know. I honestly don't know. But anyway. she didn't. They didn't show her doing that in the last episode. Nope. So nope. Who who and, knows? An unknown amount of time has passed since the last episode. Uh, and it seems like it's only been like a few hours at most since the last episode. Easily. Um. It's Bakura. been like a day since Bakura imprisoned them all in the Shadow Realm. Well, that's what I was about to say. So we we cut to Bakura and Yugi talking, and uh, Yugi's like, wow, Bakura, is your Millennium Ring actually just literally glowing right now? And sure enough, it is. He's holding the Millennium Ring, and it's got these five, they almost look like kunai, like knives coming off of it, and one of them is glowing and pointing towards Pegasus's castle. And Bakura goes, yeah, it's weird. Uh, it's done this once before. It did that when I first met you, Yugi, and it pointed straight at you. And Yugi goes... It pointed straight at your Millennium Puzzle. Right. I wonder why it could be pointing at the castle. Well, and, and Yugi goes, oh, so it just points at Millennium Items. Okay, mystery solved. All right, there you go. <laughs> and uh, he explains that that's where Pegasus is, and Pegasus has the Millennium Eye. And then he is like, well, nothing for it now. Better get some sleep. 
And as he's going to sleep, he goes, oh, yeah, we have to get to the castle and I have to defeat Pegasus because Pegasus has my grandpa's soul. Just a reminder, because we haven't talked about it in literally four or five episodes now. As you all know, Pegasus has my grandpa's soul. (laughs) Old news, Yugi. Don't need to talk about it anymore. Uh, So they are kind of, you know, getting ready to settle in and they're going to make their way towards the castle and like defeat some more duelists until a helicopter shows up. Well, before that, it cut to the inside of the helicopter. You're right. You're right. Okay. So pardon me. So this is the A, B, and C plots of this season. It cuts to inside the helicopter. And who's inside the helicopter? Seto Kaiba. And Kaiba is sort of inner monologuing that he has to go rescue his little brother and defeat Pegasus to retake control of his company uh, because they tried to kill him, basically. Uh, So he's going to now defeat them with carts. Yeah. I think. And he keeps just going on about how he needs to get his brother back and stuff. And it's 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 a vengeance story at this yeah. point. Like he's pissed off that they that they messed with him. He keeps referring to himself in the third person, and it really bugs me where he keeps going. They messed with, or they shouldn't have messed with Seto Kaiba. Like well, you can just say me, dude. Like just say they messed with me. Yeah, you know, you don't have to refer to yourself you, in the third person. You can person. calm down. It's fine. Uh, Notably, um, he talks about. Um, how he was defeated by Yugi, uh-huh. and he is going on in his inner monologue about how, oh, the heart of the cards is a nice philosophy, but to defeat Pegasus, I have to go back to what I was doing previously. So That's I guess right. what the like the mind crush that Yugi did to him in the first episode didn't really do anything. It it removed the evil that was holding Seto Kaiba back, so now he can be truly villainous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I yeah, don't know. Even, it's, it's a like weird Previously, thing. he was just like that because um, he was made to do it by this the evil weird, side of his personality. Um, now he can just demon. choose to be evil. Yeah, now he's just a dick. Yeah, now he can just choose freely to be a dick. Uh, so the helicopter lands uh, right by the, the camp that Yugi and them have set up. And they all come to the helicopter and they're greeted by a Seto Kaiba and they're all like, Oh, what? And he explains again, kind of why he's there. And, uh, Yugi says, well, actually Kaiba, I mean, since you're here, well, first here's the deck I've been holding on to for you. You're welcome. Uh, but also, uh, if you're going to go defeat Pegasus, you should get some star chips first. And Kaiba says the smartest goddamn thing <laughs> that anyone in this goddamn show has ever said. He goes, uh, no, I'm not going to play that game. He kidnapped my brother. This is serious, and he. Just, I'm not going to play in this tournament to go to Fido. I'm just going to go walk up to his castle. I'm just going to go to the castle, and I'm going to get my brother back. You know, you can do things without resorting to card games, right? Yeah, you don't. You literally do not have to play by these tournament rules to go save somebody's life. Oh, child, whose grandfather's soul was stolen. <laughs> BT Dubs. Uh. So he just starts walking off, and Joey, for whatever reason, takes offense at this and goes, no, 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 you are going to duel us. You have to, like... You have to play card games like the rest of us. You're not the only one with a with a noble cause, you know, referencing that the, the D plot, I guess, that he has to try and save his sister who's not dying. Um, so Kaiba... <laughs> a couple things happen. Kaiba, he grabs Kaiba's lapels. Joey grabs Kaiba's lapels, and he is, like going to fight him i guess like with fists and kaiba grabs his hand twists his arm around and throws him to the ground just like it's nothing 
Uh, to which Bakura says, Yugi, check his pulse. <laughs> because Joey is so frail, apparently. Don't you hate it when someone grabs you by the hand and you die? <laughs> you never know. You never know. Weirder things have happened in this show. Uh, and so Joey challenges Kaiba to a duel. To which Kaiba says, I really genuinely don't have to, but... I have been needing someone to playtest my new holographic generators. So he opens up his, his briefcase and he goes, this is the most immersive holographic generator that I've built yet. It's state of the art. There's nothing else like it. And he opens up the, uh, the briefcase to reveal these two sort of like UFO shaped things. They're these discs that we saw, I think a few episodes ago when we thought uh, Kaiba died. And they he, look like miniature shields or something almost. They do kind of. Well, and it's revealed that they are essentially prototype dual discs. Uh, he tosses one to Joey and he says, okay, so put this half on your wrist and you put your deck in there. He's like going through this whole spiel on how to like turn it on and activate it. And like, you put your cards in this slot. Like he's like reading from the instruction manual that he's like coming up with in his head. Yeah. Like I'm picturing there's a deleted scene somewhere where he repeats it in Spanish and then in German and then in (laughs) Chinese and then in Italian and ancient Egyptian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so essentially what it is, is you have, uh, your deck sort of on your wrist with your, your life meter, like the dual disc that we'll see later on. And there's this sort of Frisbee part that you put your your card on that you want to play and you throw the Frisbee out into the middle of this field. And when you do that, it hovers there and he, uh, demonstrates actually in the first turn, he puts down a battle ox or something, right? Battle ox. Yeah. Something. Uh, and Battle Axe Ox, Axe Battle Ox. It's a big Minotaur guy. It's a big Minotaur guy. Uh, And he puts the card down on the spinny thing, and he throws the the Frisbee out, and it spins there, and these lights start coming out. And everyone's freaking out, going, wow, is that a hologram? It's it's so shiny. It's like something out of an enchanted dream. That was Taya's exact line, but it was like something you could easily do with After Effects in like five minutes. It was just just a sparkle effect, basically. Yeah. Uh, and the battle ox shows up and he goes, this is the, the world's most advanced holograph. It, it breathes, it snarls. My holograph generator even replicates its odor. And Joey, in God's name, would you do that? (laughs) And Joey's like, Oh God, it smells so bad. Why did you do this? Uh, cause smell-o-vision is the way of the future, I guess. And it's tr- not truly immersive until you can smell your sweaty minotaur I monster, guess, man. I don't know. So, uh, so they start playing, and uh, Joey sends card after card out using this frisbee, and each one is defeated by the battle ox because, as we know, Joey's not very good at this. Also, you can only play one card at a time because you've only uh, got one uh, disc uh, thing. Apparently, I mean, luckily. Like, he only needed to play one card at a time because as soon as he played a card, Kaiba's next turn was destroying that card. So we don't really ever learn the answer to that question. Yeah. Um, at one point, uh, he does, uh, Kaiba does mix the battle ox with a horse of some kind. Like, he does, like, a polymerization thing. And it becomes, like, a centaur I think Minotaur the name combo. was Rabid Horseman. Rabid Horseman, which does not at all describe what it is. <laughs> It's picture a centaur, but the top half is a minotaur. Two different kinds of tar. It's 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 a tartar. <laughs> you thought they spelled bad on the outside. <laughs> uh, so it's it's 
a bit i mean they make fast work of this luckily but it's a bit of just joey sending out monster after monster after monster and it becomes almost a montage really and finally joey goes well you know when he sees what i've got planned for him he's not gonna be laughing anymore because kaiba's like starting to make fun of him a little bit uh i think kaiba says doesn't he say something about like why don't you go find a duelist you can actually beat like a child or a monkey is yeah that what he says and the monkey that's how he like still... goaded joey into like getting him so mad in oh, the first that's place. right that's right thank you the monkey thing still gets him uh and so uh what does he what does he do next he says he says something about having a plan but it's not really a plan he just plays red eyes black dragon and defeats the rabbit horseman and he's like oh yeah I'm, i've got you now and all the you know the cheerleaders are like yeah he's got him yay joey yay and kaiba is like well no that's a, that was just one of my cards yeah it was just one of my cards like that's a great dragon and all but you know uh, here's mine can you guess what i'm about to play and he plays blue eyes white dragon blue eyes white dragon <laughs> and no one was surprised uh, Blue Eyes White Dragon is a little bit more powerful than Red Eyes Black Dragon, so he defeats Red Eyes Black Dragon, and Joey loses. Uh, so Joey is despondent. He's lost all his life points. He's thinking, "Oh man, I got to give up my my starships now." And kind of goes on this like minutes long s- spiel of insults, just calling um, Joey a dog in various ways. It's weird. Like, it's really uncomfortable. He's like, yeah, you sn- you stay down like the sniveling, whiny dog that you are. With and, your tail between your legs. And, you know, he does you, this a couple of times. Yeah, he he's essentially like, he starts calling Joey, you know, a worthless human being, basically. And it's really dark. Like, it gets, it's, it's, like, it's bad to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and everyone's just like, Hey, that was just kind of uncalled for. Yeah, and it's and everyone's backing up Joey. He's being like, "Hey, you know, he's just getting used to this. Like, he was just becoming confident with his cards. Like, you really, you're going too far, Kaiba." And Kaiba goes, "Well, okay, let's back up to what I said earlier. Pegasus kidnapped my brother, and I have to go defeat him. And the only way to defeat him is by playing the game that Pegasus invented." <laughs> and he reminds everyone, oh, yeah, Pegasus invented dual monsters and has access to every dual monster and knows all the dual monster strategies and has some magic, apparently, that lets him win duels. And it goes to a flashback of when uh, Kaiba kind of first saw Pegasus's ability to use the Millennium Eye to see your cards and figure out your strategy. Uh, I think I think in the flashback, Kaiba doesn't realize that it's magic, but it's magic. Yeah. The flashback is really good. It's at a tournament. Uh, the Intercontinental Tournament in New York. Thank you. Uh, and this is before Kaiba Corp releases the holographic uh, arenas. So it's just straight up dual monsters. You're playing cards on a table. And we are introduced to the American duelist, Bandit Keith. Uh <laughs> and Kaiba was just there as Pegasus's like special guest. You know how celebrities go to like basketball games and they're just sitting there yeah, like sit, right on the sidelines side same yeah. thing yeah, yeah yeah so he's there watching and he he's watching bandit keith and, but this, and isn't, this isn't the like spectacular holographic monster fights it's just the two of them sitting at a table it feels very much like um i'm trying to remember the name of it but there was a documentary that i watched a while back that was about scrabble tournaments yeah it felt very much like that like it was in a basketball court somewhere like somebody's high school gym uh, there are people. Well, in the it, was a, it was a big stadium. I mean, there were thousands and thousands of people 
but it wasn't with this like, little tiny like coffee table in the middle of this arena. It wasn't anything like fancy though. Is the thing? It was just there was a lot. Yeah. So Pegasus is, is dueling Bandit Keith, and Bandit Keith is like, ah, I got him on the ropes, and he and he you know draws a card, and he goes, this one clinches it for me. And uh, this kid uh, behind Kaiba is like, wow, I want to be a duelist just like him. And uh, Pegasus is like smirking and Bandit Keith thinks that he's winning. And Pegasus uh, waves the kid over. <laughs> this is such a Pegasus thing it's to do. It's so good. It's so good. So he, he looks at Bandit Keith, who has the best name. And uh, Pegasus writes some notes down on a piece of paper and he waves this kid over, and Bandit Keith's like, wait a second, like getting help is illegal. And Pegasus is like, no, 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 I, I don't need help. I'm saying that even a child could beat you. And he sits the kid down, and the kid's like, uh, what are you doing? I just learned how to play Duel Monsters like last week. Pegasus goes, no, 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 just follow these instructions. You'll be fine. Hands him the slip of paper and walks away. <laughs> so really, it's not the kid defeating him. It's still Pegasus. It's still Pegasus, technically. technically. Just want to point that out. But I mean, the kid's just following instructions. Right. And so Bandit Keith is like, all right, I'm just, I guess I'm just going to beat this kid, I guess. And he plays a card and the kid uh, is is reading the notes and he has a great child voice, I do want to say. He's, he's sort of like, um, I don't really know anything. It's a good card. Uh, but uh, this note says that when you play that, I need to play this one. And he plays a card and he goes, uh... I guess I I guess that's all your life points and I win now. <laughs> yeah. Like just the most matter of fact, I th- I think that's it. <laughs> um, so so Bandit Keith is freaking out and he's like, "No, they, like you can't possibly know what card I was going to play." And he he snatches the note away from the kid and he starts freaking out cuz it's all of his cards and what card he was going to play and how to beat it and it was it was the whole strategy. Uh and then Pegasus comes back. He is he carrying wine in this shot? No, I don't think he had wine in the I middle think, of the tournament. I think that's this why is he the walked only away. shot. Yeah, I think that's why he walked away. Is he walked away? <laughs> he sat down next to Kaiba, and then I, I bet you anything, there is a glass of wine off screen. <laughs> um, so he uh, declares this kid Sam as the winner, even though it's not. Yeah, it wasn't he, really the he kid. was in the tournament, but he just gives. Uh, gives up his um, position and his winnings to this kid that he pulled in the last second. Yeah. So and this kid is now like champion of the world in Yukio. <laughs> Duel Monsters. Uh what a good Excuse game. Me. What a good game. Uh so we cut back from the flashback and Kaiba is kind of reiterating the importance of like why you need to be serious when dealing with Pegasus and uh he goes I don't know how No, no, so my question earlier is, I know the answer to it. He didn't know that it was magic. He was like, it's like he can see your hand. And Yu-Gi-Oh! Go, Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> the character Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Yugi goes, uh, no, he can literally see your hand. He's got a magic item, just like me and just like Bakura, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you know, you remember, Kaiba, when I defeated you with magic bullshit? He can also do magic bullshit. That's how he sees all your cards. Surprise! He can see all your cards. To which Kaiba says... Fuck. Uh, no, not really. Kaiba. <laughs> God, could you imagine? <laughs> if, like, I'm just picturing like a PG-13 Yu-Gi-Oh! And that's the only F word they can use. You know how to keep it from becoming an R? That's except their it's one. a kid's show. That's their in, one. In every kid's show, you get to say fuck once. Because <laughs> really, it, it really is like, it's it's 20 minutes, or not 20 minutes, because it's a 20-minute episode. It's, it's 15 minutes of Kaiba 
reminding everyone, hey, this is like a real thing with real world consequences, like kidnapping yeah, you and murder. are running around playing card games. And you're, I'm just going to go there. Yeah, the you're castle. Like, you're buying into the illusion of this tournament. No, we need to take matters into our own hands because this is actually serious. And and then Yuki's just like, oh no, I know exactly how he did that. It's magic bullshit. <laughs> Well, fuck. Yeah, that's why we have to do all this. Yeah. Because he'll use magic. So, yeah. uh, The episode ends with everyone kind of just being like, well, yep, this is real serious. I guess we better head to the castle now. Next time. Oh, then it like closes on Pegasus, like looking out at the forest with a glass of wine. And he's like, am I the hunter? We're the hunted. Yeah. So he's, he's, uh, what does he say? He sips his wine and he, he's he got his own inner moonlight. monologue about how Kaiba is the hunted. Yeah. So he's like, I can feel you coming for me, Kaiba. No, that, that's Kaiba's voice. Uh, mm, I can feel you. I can feel you getting closer, Kaiba. But you think you are the hunted or the hunter. But maybe it's me who's hunting you. Uh, that's exactly the voice he yes. uses. Uh, it's real good. It's real good and creepy. And uh, yeah. And then it fades to black and the credits roll. Um, I think that was everything. Did I? Yeah, that I, was I, it. Yeah. What was your What was your favorite part, Jimmy? Uh, my favorite part, as usual, is Pegasus, um, crowning this random kid champion and like not taking any credit. Just got this random kid to chef's, play for him, kiss. play for him for like Mwah. thirty seconds, and then declaring this kid the winner of the uh, entire tournament. Just perfection. I loved that part. Like, I know Pegasus is, like, the villain here, but he's, like, the only good character in the show. <laughs> Pegasus is easily the best written character in the whole show. Absolutely. Yeah. What was your favorite? Uh, we are introduced to Bandit Keith. Bandit Keith. I love that the one American in the show is Bandit Keith. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam, apparently. Um, but even he has, like, a British accent. So, Bandit Keith is a character that we'll see more of later who is not a good character. Um, He is one of these like C tier villains sort of on the level of like Rex Raptor or Weevil Underwood, maybe even a little bit worse in that their whole shtick is he's the American one. I remember Bandit Keith. He's the only character I remember from watching Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged like seven years ago. And there you go. There you go. And what do you remember about Bandit Keith? He's from America. That's it. There it is. Uh, he wears a American flag bandana. He has, uh, uh, what's this? What's he wears his... red, white, and blue. He wears red, white, and blue. His haircut is like uh, Sean from Boy Meets World. Um, <laughs> and and he's, he's just, he's Bandit Keith, man. Uh, he does wear, I will say, his one interesting like fashion accessory that I'm not angry about is he wears a, like, solid metal like it looks like it was like just cast in iron uh bracelet that's like six inches wide oh it's got, i didn't like little bumps that. on it it's it's the weirdest accessory it's like not quite a punk bracelet but also not quite medieval armor it's somewhere in between i'll have to look for that next time he shows uh, up. yeah it's it's not good but it's not the worst um how about your least favorite my least favorite, it's never made clear or obvious why uh, Kaiba thinks he can win 
card games now that he has a slightly more advanced hologram projector. Truth. That can only apparently show one monster at a time. Because he does, he does make it. I, I feel like maybe I skipped over this in my summary. He does make the point that like the only way that he thinks he can defeat Pegasus is by using this new technology he's developed. Yes, but he never explains why, and it's it makes no sense whatsoever why he thinks he can beat he can use this hologram to make himself better at card games in Pegasus. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. It's one of those things where, like, if this were episode one, it would kind of make sense because in episode one, we saw Kaiba's technology literally give someone a heart attack. Uh, yeah. So, like, that's one way your technology can kind of win here. But if you're going up against somebody who developed the game and knows every strategy, like, just putting it on a different screen, basically, really isn't going to change any of that. Like, unless you've come up with some new Yu-Gi-Oh cards and somehow made them official, like, and maybe that's it. Maybe he's hacked the display discs and, like, maybe they're going to let him cheat somehow, but I, I, maybe one of them's a bomb. <laughs> I don't know. It's basically like running up to Wizards of the Coast and being like, yes, you invented Magic the Gathering, but can you defeat me? When we play Magic the Gathering with the Oculus Rift. That's kind of it. Yeah. He has a very Palmer Lucky kind of vibe going on in this episode. And it's, 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 little, it's still just going to be the same card game, bro. Yeah. I don't know. I See, that's that's my guess is I think he's hacked it uh, and he's going to use them to cheat somehow. I mean, we already smart. saw how good he is at hacking and crashing satellites into Pegasus's main control center and that's stuff. That's true. So who knows? Maybe we'll see it in the next few episodes. Yeah, I don't know. Get an actual good answer. <laughs> what was your least favorite? I love that you assume that we're going to get good answers from this show. I so, can only hope. So quaint. Uh, my least favorite is that this is a show about Yugi and friends and not a show about Pegasus. Because every <laughs> time Pegasus is on screen, it's the best. And I... like He steals every scene and episode he's in. And, I, in, and maybe this is like just a product of like the time that, that we're making the show in, but in so much television nowadays, everything you see is this like fantasy of competence, especially, I mean, we were talking about E3 earlier, especially in video games. Like the whole uh, appeal of video games is that you get to embody this character. That's like good at something. And that is Pegasus in this show. Pegasus is the competent one who has gamed the system, who has figured it all out and who has a strategy for defeating anyone in his path. And, like, yeah, technically Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh, again, the character, Yu-Gi-Oh, technically Yu-Gi wins, like, all the duels that he's been in through, you know, honesty and perseverance and integrity and what have you, but, like, he's still losing to Pegasus, technically. Like, Pegasus still has his grandpa's soul. Yeah. Like, I want this to be the Pegasus show. (laughs) It'd be a better show. It would be. It's like... House of Cards or something, but with Pegasus. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Breaking Bad, but with Pegasus. Breaking Bad, but with Pegasus. God, that's such a good idea. I would watch the hell out of that. It would be such a good show. Because he'd just be hamming it up and drinking wine and reading comic books and eating cheese the whole time. And anytime an obstacle comes his way, he's like, oh, yeah, let me think about that for a second. Oh, this, 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 and this. And like the and the obstacle explodes. You know? <laughs> he uses magic to see whatever is going to happen to him. And he's like, hmm. And then there'd be an episode where like the magic gets stripped away for some bullshit reason. And he's, he's already brilliant and smart. Right. And, and he's, he's totally fine without it. <laughs> 
I, God, ah, especially like knowing, and this is something I think we maybe saw a little bit in the movie, if I remember correctly, but knowing Pegasus's backstory and knowing like how he got the Millennium Eye and knowing why he used the Millennium Eye and why he started Dual Monsters. Do you remember any of this? No. Okay. So I'm not going to spoil it because we're going to get to it. I'm excited. Eventually in like a year, we're going to get to it probably. Um, Unless it comes up sooner than I'm remembering. But his backstory would fit so perfectly into like an AMC show or like, uh, you, you know, I, I put it on any network, really. You can you can make a, an NBC like comedy about it um, that would still be like good and poignant and, and what have you. But holy cow, is he a fleshed out character in the show, like more so than anyone else? I don't know why this isn't a Pegasus show, and I, I feel like I've ranted about it too much. You know what Pegasus is? He's Iron Man. If Tony Stark, all he wanted to do was fuck around and sit in a bathtub all day. Yes, absolutely. And it, well, and that, that is all Tony Stark wants to do. So, I mean, that's, yeah, it's already accurate. Uh, I But instead of like military technology and like missiles and stuff he just makes cards yeah exactly <laughs> it's all he wants to do in life exactly uh i've been reading uh iron i don't know if you've seen any of that no. so it's like the newer it's the newer invincible iron man um and it's iron man dies and uh meanwhile there's this this girl riri williams who has started building her own uh suit of iron man armor and he actually like she she's essentially running Jarvis, but off of like her computer at home, so it's really slow. So she's like trying Bootleg. to figure out. Yeah, she's trying to figure out. Okay, I need an AI to help me run my suit, and she gets this mysterious package, and it's Tony Stark as an AI. He like uploaded his consciousness oh, to the computer, so her Jarvis is Tony Stark, uh, and it is the most Tony Stark shit that has ever Tony Starked, um, and it's it's so good. Um, and I'm gonna grab my dog here because he's gonna jump off the couch. Don't do it. Don't do it. You have so much to live for. Oh, he's fine. Um, yeah, it's really good. Uh, so if anyone's looking for a comic book recommendation this week, Ironheart, super good. Uh, I just picked up uh, the trade paperback from my library. So, um, yeah. Well, that's the episode. That's the episode. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, if you have any comments, questions, gripes, or complaints about episode 16, The Scars of Defeat, uh, please feel free to let us know. Uh, Thanks for listening on... to our Pegasus fan cast. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is, and I'm really not sorry about that. Uh, if you have feelings about stuff, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Yampod. That's Y-A-M-P-O-D. Uh, our website is tyler.game slash Y-A-M-P or welcome to flavor.town slash Y-A-M-P. And uh, our email is youactivatedmypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, as always, uh, am I forgetting something? Uh, the ending card. It's time to uh, 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 end the episode. How long can we keep doing that, I that have, stutter? God, I have no idea. How long can I keep? How long can my throat handle it? Um, so this week's card of the week, as every week we have a card of the week, it's a three-star monster card. It's a beast slash normal card called Sincar. Sinchar? Sorry, what? Sincar. S-Y-N-C-H-A-R. Oh, I, I heard Sincar, like an evil car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Like the, like the one from Futurama, where it's every 
It's like bits and pieces of every evil car in history combined into one super evil the car. Sin car. Uh, so sin sin. S y n c h a r. Yeah. So sign char. Uh, it says this two-headed creature spits laser blasts at its enemies and it's got 800 attack and 900 defense and i'm looking at a picture of it right now and it's when you think of a two-headed monster you think of two heads side by side no 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 this one (laughs) wrong again wrong again this one has one head uh up until the top of its jaw like the the top row of teeth and then it has another head upside down below that (laughs) Up until the top row of its teeth. So the two top rows of teeth kind of come together to form a mouth. And then there's a head on either top and bottom of the card. Uh, of of the, uh, the monster, rather. One of them has like a spiked head. I can't tell from this picture if both of them do. It seems uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I don't know how it would like look around or do anything. I don't know how it could... E- eat if you're just going to be sipping soup and if you mess up then hot soup gets in your lower eye that's like right under your lip yes because when your description and your place in life is spinning laser blasts at your enemies you're worried about sipping soup (laughs) i would be i love how so and this was on the podcast so i don't mind mentioning this pepper like was on our laps just sitting here on the couch chilling like he always does and then he makes like he's going to jump off the couch. So I set him down, and he goes and he gets some water. And now he is 16 feet away from us, just whining at the top of his lungs. He's just staring at us and crying. Just, he won't come here. Come here, you big baby. He doesn't need to go out. Who knows? Who knows? Sinchar knows. Probably. But he's not saying anything. But he's not, not s- with that mouth. <laughs> not with that mouth. Uh, not when you have two sets of upper teeth. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, next week we're going to be covering arena of lost souls. Part one. Do we want to actually combine those? Do we want to say that right now? It's a two parter arena of lost souls parts one and two. We could, we could, that'll get us back on track. I think for, uh, for episodes. Cause it looks like there's several multiple multi-part. Yeah. So we go from a two parter arena of lost souls, which is, uh, I guess we'll do next week into double trouble duel parts one, two, and three. And then Face Off Parts 1, 2, and 3. And then Shining Friendship Champion versus Creator Parts 1 and 2. This is going to be a nightmare to remember all of these. Yeah, it's, for so, the, it's uh... so weird. So I think what we'll do is next week we'll do Arena of Lost Souls Parts 1 and 2. Uh, and We can try. We can try. We'll, we'll, we'll see how far that gets us. Um, all right. Well, until next time, everybody, remember, it's not just a game. It's serious, okay? It's serious. It's serious. I'm Seto Kaiba. It's serious. Mmm, Yugi boy.